This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. school assignment ever was in ninth grade English. On the first day of school, we had to write an essay about which song described us best. It's funny, but I I don't even remember which song I chose. I do remember two of my best friends were in that class with me. One chose Ready for Love by India Ari, and the other chose Please Remember Me by Tim McGraw. Looking back, I think that's probably one of the best ways to get to know your students and other people in general. Asking someone what their favorite song is, is like asking what their favorite movie is. It's impossible to narrow it down to just one song, especially if you're like me and you love all types of music. I can't live without music. You know those questions, if you were stranded on an island and you could only take three things with you, what would they be? Mine is my Spotify playlists, which I have spent years perfecting. I have my Slit Your Wrist playlist, which sounds morbid, but I had CDs back in the day named like that because they were so depressing. I have the sexy playlist filled with 90s R&B and tons of the baby makers. I have my rock list, you know, zombie, corn, seether. My emo list, my favorite Linkin Park song list, my country list, my feel good list. That one has jams like Come On Eileen, which my favorite thing to bring up about that song is how we're not really sure if he's asking Eileen to go somewhere with him or if he's telling a bunch of dudes to have a bukkake. If you don't know what that is, look it up, it's disgusting. But I love lyrics. I love the story behind a song. Sometimes when I hear a song and I just wanna know more about it, I'll do a little research. Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac is literally one of my all-time favorite songs. To find out that Stevie Nicks wrote that song about her ex-boyfriend who played in the band with her and how much drama it caused and they can't even play it live anymore. You think Taylor Swift is a beast writing songs about her exes? Stevie made hers play the guitar to it. Or Corey Taylor, another one of my favorite artists. I get chills when I hear snuff. Bury all your secrets in my skin. Come away with innocence and leave me with my sins. Oh, the beauty behind lyrics like that. But music is such an important part of life. I feel like I can't trust people who don't drown themselves in music. When I'm sad or, you know, I want to wallow in my sorrows, I listen to dashboard confessionals or... I get angry and listen to Linkin Park, or I want to be happy and listen to Semi-Charmed Life, which, although that song sounds happy, it's actually about smoking crystal meth. But when he says, when I'm with you, I feel like I could die and that'll be all right. Ugh. If my drive on the way to work is Rough Riders, that shit's going down. I'm having a good fucking night. (laughs) and I hope people have had the enjoyment of seeing me do a full DMX concert in my car on Las Vegas Boulevard. We can't travel back in time, but doesn't music give us the closest thing to that? Listening to a song that brings you back to your eighth grade dance parties in your best friend's basement, or the song that brings you to that crazy night in LA when you went to Jupiter. For me, the song Daughters by John Mayer played when the twins were born. I didn't pick it. They just had Jack Johnson Pandora on and that song came on. But I remember just laying there and consciously thinking, remember this song and remember this moment. Music's always been a huge part of my life. I was that girl with two huge CD cases in her car that I brought to every party and ran the CD player all night. I grew up on Earth, Wind & Fire, Journey, and Disco from my mom. My dad always listened to Elvis. 
and my grandma always listened to Pavarotti and Andre Bocelli. My sister was a raver and my brother was a thug, so I was mixing Bone with Geta and the Vanga Boys with Tupac. One thing I say, my mom hated country. <laughs> Luckily for me, two of my closest friends and their parents were Die Hard, Tim, Faith, and Garth. When we talk about your escapes, the things that make you feel better, don't you think of a song or a lyric that just hits? Like when Oasis said, and maybe you're gonna be the one that saves me. Did you feel it in your soul like I did? Or even more recently, I Hope by Gabby Barrett, the first time you heard her say, and then I hope she cheats like you did on me, I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm not even getting cheated on right now, but I just wanna sing this. You know, I owe everything to the people in my life for giving me such an eclectic taste in music. It's crazy to see people raising their children, listening to Cardi, Migos, Little Baby, but nothing else. I don't care about the swearing or the all around quality of the artist, but why can't we give our kids a wide range of music and let them experience all of the sounds and all the feelings that go behind each genre? There's so much history in a song. Like the Beatles basically wrote the 60s and 70s in their music. Imagine by John Lennon is literally one of the most powerful and beautiful songs of the century. It tells a story about life at that time and how all we wanted was peace. But fast forward to This Is America by Childish Gambino. Yeah, different era, but it still tells a story of life during this time, especially if you watch the video. The video is super fucked up. One song that means the most to me is Crash by Dave Matthews Band. The reason is because many, 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 many moons ago, uh, two of my favorite humans to ever exist, we would drive around town and smoke. The route, that's what it's called, or hitting a route. Uh, I think it was common for a lot of people back home and everyone always had a different route. It wasn't the same for everybody. It was always whichever neighborhood you could drive around late at night smoking weed where you were least likely to see any cops. <laughs> one of the guys, he was usually the one driving, always wanted hip hop just to vibe out to some Wu-Tang or old Jay-Z. Like he just loves old school hip hop. Like me and my other friend who equally, we enjoy the hip hop too, but we would beg to play Dave Matthews and the driver would always cave and play it. Secretly, I think he really enjoyed it too. Him and I actually had this conversation because I wanted to verify, do a little fact check, and he swears that he absolutely never wanted to listen to Dave Matthews, but I think he's lying. I'm pretty sure he wanted to hear it, but <laughs> um, my best friend and I, for years after that, we would always screenshot when we would listen to Dave, Dave Matthews crash, and we'd send a text, you know, love you, miss you, uh, you know, and I lost my best friend in 2018, but every time I play that song, it just brings me back to those nights brings me back to the happiness that I felt when I'd get those texts and I just, I'd close my eyes and just say out loud, like, I miss you, you know, and it's just as much as your wedding song is important in documenting that day or a class song summing up your graduation. Side note, whoever voted for Boulevard of Broken Dreams to be my class song, what the fuck? That shit is so depressing, but it's only me and I walk alone. Bunch of emo ass motherfuckers in 2005. I tell you, man. But, but even just in relationships or friendships, like what song did you play on repeat when your heart was broken? Oh God, what was that song? In uh, Sync Gone. Oh my God. I think my freshman year, I played that on repeat for like months. <laughs> but you know, what song did you always send to your friends to remind them of the fun that you had when you were young? I used to do donuts in my high school parking lot to sandstorm with one of my friends when it would snow. I broke the axle on my tire <laughs> from doing donuts with my cavalier but we get older and we grow up 
but the music will literally live on forever. I've gone through so many dark times, like even back in high school, and I could not have gotten through the things that I did without Linkin Park's first two albums. Like, I think I try, I still try to shove Linkin Park down my niece's throats for like the last two years to help them through some of their hard times. One is like a diehard emo, and the other one is super into hip hop. And I'm just like trying to pull them into like a little bit of rock or something. And I'm like, no, no, this will seriously make you feel better. I swear, just scream it out. It's going to be so much better after that. But to see the evolution of music and the way that the world has changed with music, because I can't, I can't say that one influenced the other. Like did 90s grunge music come because of the people or did the people and style come because of the music? With all the horrible things going on in the world, shouldn't we be raising our kids to listen to Sam Cooke and Billie Holiday? Give our kids culture and have them listen to inspirational music to believe in. Not fucking WAP. Like, yeah, that song's fun to party to or whatever. And the kids are going to hear it anyway. I'm not saying you need to shelter your children, but I'm talking about giving your kids a variety to make them well-rounded music lovers. You know, give them a chance to experience the beauty and the passion behind a song from 1950. Like Mel Carter, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me. Ugh, 1952. Take me back to a time where a man wanted that kind of love. But they never stood in the dark with you, love, when you take me in your arms and drive me slowly out of my mind. Ugh. Like, teach our boys to love like that and teach our girls to, to be the kind of women that deserve that kind of love. You know, listen, I'm all about raunchy-ass hip-hop when I'm trying to party and have fun. I am in no way saying that that music does not hold value. I have always believed that M and Wayne are two of the most talented lyricists of all times. Like, I love hip-hop, too. I absolutely love to karaoke to Anaconda. I can't dance, but I will try and sing and twerk and do some weird shit to that song. And I'm not huge on the newer like auto-tune hip hop. Some of it I like, but I wouldn't say it's like something our kids need to know. You know, in so many ways, music is like poetry. You know, there's so much feeling behind the storyline. It's such a raw way to say how you feel about anything. It could be sex, drugs, your abusive dad, your teacher, your best friend's girl, <laughs> whatever you're feeling, there's a song that aligns with those feelings, a song that you could turn on and zone out to. Do you ever wish you had like your own theme song? What was that movie? Emperor's New Groove. Like you can just go through life and an appropriate song would play during every situation. Like why can't our first kiss be like something out of romantic comedy? She's all that. Like <laughs> it's not even real life, but wouldn't that be amazing? My best friend wakes up every day to her favorite music. And every time I'm having a low day, she sends me a few songs to cheer me up. Now, listen, I would love to wake up to the sound of Blackstreet or Sam Hunt make myself a nice cup of coffee, sit on the patio out back. But I have twins. I get to wake up to mom, mommy, ma, ma. Like that's my morning soundtrack, which I love. But nowadays, you know, that I'm not working, I have to make time to listen to music before I would just drive to work and set my mood for the night with a song. You know, if you are a full grown adult <laughs> that only likes one type of music, that's fine. Like we know what we like, we know what we don't like. I'm just suggesting that if you are bringing small people into this world, that you should give them the chance to choose what they like too. Give them the opportunity to have a diverse taste and appreciate all of the history and beauty in a song. Let them have a healthy way to escape all of the problems in this crazy world. You can hear me when it's over, what's up? You can hear me when it's over, what's up?